Hello and welcome to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Gerrand, and I'll be giving you my honest thoughts on the books I read. While the reviews will be short and to the point, they'll include everything you want to know without any spoilers to help you figure out what you should read next. So with that said, let's jump right in. Hi everyone. So today I'm talking about the book China by Edward Rutherford. It was published just last year in 2021 And as you can probably guess from the title, it's a story both about and set in China. It takes place during the 19th century, more specifically the years 1839 to 1900, when the Opium Wars began and trade between the East and the West was shut down. And geographically, the book covers everywhere from Hong Kong and Beijing to the Great Wall, as well as everything from the royal residences to village huts. And although this book is historical fiction, so the various characters in the novel aren't real people, the setting and context is. Rutherford just chose to tell his readers about this time and place in history through various fictional characters within this very real geographical and political landscape. So the novel follows these various characters who are all from very different walks of life. There's an empress, a missionary, a eunuch, warriors, rebels, Chinese pirates, and even concubines. And the story follows their different lives, telling their stories from their own perspectives, while also showing how the course of their lives are shaped by things like trade with the West, politics, and their own culture. Something I especially loved about this book was how the author managed to write these fictional life stories that were extremely compelling, while also managing to weave them together so that they end up overlapping and intersecting with one another at different points throughout their lives. The book even follows a lot of the characters all the way from when they're young until they reach old age. And creating such a complex, spiderweb-esque plot that takes place over the course of years is not an easy thing to do. Especially with a novel like this one, since it's also historically accurate, like I mentioned, and is thus also educating readers at the same time about China and this era of the Qing dynasty. But because there is the fictional aspect of this historical fiction book, it's great for readers who have enjoyed other similar novels that focus on multi-generational or just multi-character growth and development over long periods of time. Books that really tackle what it means to be a person born in a certain time, a certain place, and into certain circumstances, and how that affects the course of your life. So some of the books that fall under that description that I think are similar to this one would be Pachinko by Min Jin Lee. This is probably the best comparison or The Eighth Life by Nino Haratishvili, Harlem Shuffle by Colson Whitehead, which is a book we actually read in the Brutally Honest Book Club for February, The Good Earth by Pearl S. Buck, or even the Thomas Cromwell series by Hilary Mantel. And this kind of goes without saying, but because there is the historical aspect to this book as well, it's also a great read for just 
general history buffs or those with an interest in the history of opium or just China in general. Because while there are poignant stories being told via the characters, it was also a really educational and informative read. Obviously, China's history spans thousands of years, but this was a book that covers a very important piece of it, both in regards to what was happening in the East, but also with its relationship to the West. Because, like I said, it revolves around the Opium Wars. So, if you're also interested in learning about the history and impact of opium, maybe more specifically or more globally, there is a book titled Milk of Paradise, which is written by Lucy Inglis. I read this book a couple years ago and I really enjoyed it. It's a good, easily digestible educational read about this very specific topic. But Inglis does a great job and covers it really succinctly. So, If you're someone who's just really intrigued by that aspect of the story, it's another book you can dive into. But back to this book, Rutherford also really impressed me with his familiarity and understanding of China, both in regards to the history and culture. And it's impressive because Rutherford is white and British, and from my perspective, he managed to really encapsulate the Chinese story and experience from this particular era but I guess I shouldn't be too surprised because he did study at both Cambridge and Stanford, i.e. he's super smart, and he worked in both political research as well as bookselling and publishing. So with this combination of education and work experience, it's no surprise that he'd be such a talented historical writer. But not only is the story he's telling so impactful, but It's the way Rutherford writes and conveys that story that really sets his book apart. It really is written in a way that makes it a very classic read, like Pachinko or The Good Earth, or really any other classic novel that's gone down as a must-read over the years. It has that same quality of writing. And since this book is 760 pages long, this all comes together as a book that I would describe as being very epic. And I know what some of you are probably thinking, 760 pages, are you insane? You might even feel like I've led you on with this review, you've listened to me ramble, maybe you even got excited about this book, and now you're like, are you kidding me? But trust me when I say that if this does sound like a book that interests you, then you'll fly through it. I do think the last 200 pages did drag a little bit, but not enough to have a significant impact on my reading experience. And even if you don't read at lightning speed, like I said, I was even struggling to finish the last 200 pages or so, it's still a book that'll keep you engaged all the way to the end, which is what's important. But because it is so long, before you start this book, I do want to reiterate that it should be a book that truly does sound interesting to you. Because I did recommend a history book a couple episodes back titled The Spy and the Traitor by Ben McIntyre and my grandma, hi grandma, who was listening to the episode decided to give it a read and she hated it. Sorry grandma. She absolutely couldn't stand it. I don't even think she finished it. And even though she enjoys historical fiction, her tastes do lean more towards the fiction aspect of that genre. So books like Where the Crawdads Sing, The Paris Wife, 
all the lights we cannot see, books like that. But she listened to my episode and thought, why not? She figured she'd give it a try and learn about this true story of a Russian spy turned double agent. But I guess I didn't emphasize it enough in that episode, so I'll try and do a better job of it here. For a book like this one, it really should be something that stands out to you and really piques your interest. That being said, if it is, you won't be disappointed. If you are, send me a DM and I will issue another formal apology via the podcast. And if you do want to give this a read, but you're a little intimidated by the topic it covers, don't stress. You don't need to have any prior knowledge of China's history before picking this book up. I think it would be good to have a general understanding of Asia's geography and maybe doing a very quick Google search on the Opium Wars, but I really just mean Googling it, reading a couple sentences here and there at most. And even if you don't, that's totally fine. It's not necessary because you will learn about it through Rutherford's various characters, through their lives, their story arcs, and all of the context he provides. Honestly, Rutherford might be one of the best historical fiction writers I've read. His work is really up there with all of the other greats. So naturally, I will definitely be reading more of his works. He's written a lot of other books that I assume are more historical fiction and follow a somewhat similar structure since they also have location titles like Paris, Dublin, London, Ruska. So I'm sure I'll tackle some of those and report back in the future. But in the meantime, be sure to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, subscribe from wherever you're listening from, and follow along on Instagram at Brutally Honest Books. And if you're interested in sharing your opinion about books, we now have the Brutally Honest Book Club, which I've mentioned. It's held over on the app Slack, which has a bunch of discussion channels where we talk about whatever book we're reading that month, people can give or ask for book recommendations. There are a whole bunch of other reading-related conversations. So if you're interested in joining, there's a book club highlight over on the Instagram page with all of the details. All you have to do is send me a DM if you want to join. But on that note, I'm going to end the episode here. Thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. If you like this show, you can rate and review on iTunes, and be sure to follow along on Instagram at Brutally Honest Books.